Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. The Indianapolis Colts is kind of difficult and it's kind of unfair, but it's got to be done. We'll do that today. We'll also talk about Indiana taking on Illinois tomorrow afternoon at noon. That's a huge game for the Hoosiers. A little bit about the Pacers, six days away from the trade deadline. They've got a game tonight against the Chicago Bulls at Cambridge Fieldhouse. This is Breakfast with Kent for Friday, February 4th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call 317-849-2933 to make an appointment. We are on a snow schedule, snow closing schedule. So we're a little bit late this morning. That's the way it goes. We got about eight inches of snow over the last 36 hours. Things are closed. People are at home. People are sleeping in. That's what we did. I make no apologies for it. Let's go. Let's talk about the Colts, then the Hoosiers, then the Pacers. Hit subscribe, like, ring the bell, all that stuff. And at the end, as always, we celebrate birthdays. All right, Chris Ballard, you talk about the general manager of the Colts, and we'll go through the drafts. But here's the deal, and here's why Chris Ballard gets a failing grade. Because if you can't solve the long-term needs of your team at quarterback, you cannot win in the NFL, and you're going to have to continue to chase that position for your entire duration with the team. There's no way around it. You cannot have a passing grade as a general manager in the NFL unless you solve your team's quarterback problem and Chris Ballard has not been able to do it. Is that his fault? Not necessarily. Andrew Luck, he unplugged right before the 2019 season, and so you've kind of drifted. I thought Ballard found a really nice short-term solution in Phillip Rivers because he didn't have to give up any kind of draft equity to get him. It was just a matter of cash, which the Colts had. That was nice in 2020. They had a backup in Jacoby Brissett in 2019, who allowed the Colts to remain competitive. Those were not bad solutions. In 2021, Ballard, Reich, Ursay, the Colts, they got a little bit greedy. They went after the big ticket. They got Carson Wentz. They gave up a third rounder last year, a first rounder this year. That's how this cycle kind of continues to develop and, and put the Colts in a position where because of their need at quarterback, they are going to continue to give up draft equity as well as cash in order to chase the dream of finding that guy who can help you get to the Super Bowl, like the Rams did the past offseason with Matthew Stafford. If you can't fix quarterback, you are going to lose your job in the NFL. It's just that simple, at least if you're a general manager for a team that wants to win championships because you need an elite quarterback to win a championship. There is no way around that unless you've got an out-of-this-world defense like the 2012 Ravens did when they had uh, Joe Flacco or the Ravens back in 2000 when you had Ray Lewis and Ed Reed 
and a really, really good defense, historically good defense, when you could get by with a guy like Trent Dilfer. The Colts, they don't have that kind of defense. Let's go over the draft so we aren't entirely unfair with Chris Ballard. Last year's draft is an incomplete. We don't know what Quiddy Page is going to be. We don't know what Dio Odangbo is going to be. Uh, Carson Wentz kind of is represented with that third-round pick, which the Colts gave up to the Eagles in order to get Wentz, as will be the first-round pick in 2022. That's a player who will never play for the Colts, who would have been taken 16th overall because they traded for Carson Wentz. There is a cost, a serious cost, to not fixing that quarterback position, as we've said. Kylan Granson, a fourth-rounder, also incomplete. Sean Davis, a failure as a fifth-rounder, but that that's what happens in the fifth round. Sam Ellinger in the sixth round, we don't really know who he is as yet. Uh, then you've got Strawn and Fries. We don't know what those guys are. Yeah, people say they know about Strawn, that he's dynamic and he's going to be great and he deserves to be on the field. How the hell do you know? All right, 2020, I give that a B plus. The number one, the first rounder, was traded to the 49ers in order to get to Forrest Buckner. You got a really good three technique, one of the best in the NFL, and that's a key component to what the Colts are trying to get done. I think that that's a good trade. Spent a lot of money on a defensive tackle, but that's all right. Then you've got Pittman. They traded up to get Taylor. Uh, Julian Blackman, you know what? If he can stay on the field, which he hadn't been able to do yet, he is a really good football player. Uh, Jacob Eason, kind of a washout. Danny Pitter, you know what? For a fifth-round guy, Danny Pinter is a really nice football player. You've got Windsor, and then you've got 211 through 213. Those picks in the sixth round of the 2020 draft where you took Isaiah Rogers, Des Patman, and Jordan Glasgow, those guys, those are nice pieces to go get in the sixth round. That's really good work by Chris Ballard. That draft... B plus. All right, 19. Let's go through this quickly. I got this graded as a B minus. Rocky Seam, Ben Banigou, uh, Paris Campbell, Bobby O'Karake in the third round, Kari Willis, Marvell Tell, washout, uh, EJ Speed, Jerry Green, Barton, and Patterson in the seventh round. B minus because Yassine has turned into a reasonably uh, talented or, or he's a reasonable facsimile of a starting cornerback in the NFL. Just this past season, he kind of grew into it. Ben Banigou, not so good. Paris Campbell, can you hold Ballard accountable for Campbell not being able to stay on the field? He didn't seem to be an injury issue guy at Ohio State. Okereke, pretty good as a middle linebacker. Willis, pretty good as a box safety. Uh, EJ Speed, pretty good. Special teams and at linebackers, so I give that a B minus. Maybe I'm a little bit generous. All right, in 18, Nelson, Leonard, Braden Smith, Kamoko Ture, who hadn't been bad. Let's not get on Kamoko Ture yet. Taekwon Lewis, Naheem Hines. There, and in the seventh round, you got Matthew Adams and Zaire Franklin. This was a really good draft. The kind of draft where if you get more than one of these things and you've got a quarterback, you can win a championship with a draft like this. This is a really good draft. Now, we're going to question whether Quentin Nelson should have been taken sixth overall, but since 2018, 
He has played at least in 18, 19, and 20. He was one of the best three guards in the NFL. And this past year, eh, again, not so good. But he had a tough offseason, had the foot thing in, in, the, in camp, tried to play through back issues. You know what? I thought Quentin Nelson tried to ball out this year, had a tough time. I'm not going to hold him accountable for his level of play this year because there were physical issues that kept him playing from playing at Quentin Nelson level football for the uh, for the duration of 2021, and that's why he was ranked 25th in Pro Football Focus after being ranked in the top three his first three years. <clears throat> now the Colts have a decision, right? You invested invested the number six pick, so. Quentin Nelson was affordable his first four years. Fifth year, he's going to count like $13.7 million against the cap, and then he's going to have to get paid or you're going to have to trade him. You could trade him, and if you can find a partner and get a reasonable return, I suggest you do that because having a $20 million guard is not a very good idea with a hard cap like you have in the NFL. Uh, 2000, the, the previous draft of that, I gave that an A. That's an A draft, period. Nobody argues with that. Is anybody going to argue with that? No. Um, 17, you got Hooker Wilson. Ooh. Minute I talked to him in the locker room, I was like, wow, is that guy young? Does that guy have a lot of growing up to do to play cornerback in the National Football League? Very surprised that Chris Ballard took Quincy Wilson in the second round of the 17 draft. Uh, Basham. Didn't play bad for the Cowboys this year. Banner, immediate washout. Uh, Marlon Mack, not bad as a fourth-rounder. Grover Stewart, really good as a fourth-rounder. Nate Hairston, uh, gone from the Colts very, very quickly to the Jets. And then Anthony Walker is a fifth-rounder also. Anthony Walker played good football here, went to the Browns, where he played a little bit of good football this past year. So that grade, uh, I give a D because of, of, look, Hooker, Malik Hooker, got hurt. If he didn't get hurt, maybe he's one of the better safeties in the NFL, but he did get hurt. We're result-based, all right? We're not, hey, you know what? In the moment, this guy thought blah, blah, blah. Not doing that. Uh, Malik Hooker drags the, the grade for this draft into a D, all right? And I think I'm being generous. Malik Hooker now playing for the Dallas Cowboys as well. He and Basham. How about that? The, the uh, 2017 draft of the Colts is playing better football for the Dallas Cowboys than it is for the Indianapolis Colts. That tells you how bad that draft was. All right. So, Ballard, if you were just going by drafts, give him a B to a B plus. I think he's a good general manager. He's a good evaluator. I think he's put together a really good staff of guys who are at the Senior Bowl right now looking at talent, trying to figure out who they're going to go get. But if they can't solve the long-term issue at quarterback for the Colts, they are going to continue to chase it. We keep talking about guys like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. What are they going to do, right? If you gave up a third and a first for Carson Wentz, and then you decide Wentz has got to go. And so you're going to pick up Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. You're going to have to pay at least two number ones, maybe three, 
And if they don't work, you're going to pay for not having a franchise quarterback forever. You better find that guy. You had a shot at getting that guy in Josh Allen in the 2018 draft. He went seventh overall to the Bills after the Colts had taken Quentin Nelson. Chris Ballard wanted to be able to protect Andrew Luck, did protect Andrew Luck very nicely in 2018. It didn't matter. Luck retired, and it was adios quarterback, and all of a sudden, what are we doing? How are we going to fix this? And they're still going through that. After, like I said, a unique patchwork solution in Phillip Rivers that really worked. Uh, Jaguars hired Doug Peterson as their coach yesterday after Byron Leftwich pulled his name from consideration because he didn't want to work with Trent Balke, who is the general manager of the Jaguars. Mo Etienne, he is a redshirt freshman for UCLA. He was arrested last night after UCLA lost to Arizona at Arizona. He uh, allegedly spat at fans and so was arrested uh, for assault, cited for assault. John Wooden, if you hear something uh, near Martinsville, Indiana, that sounds like spinning, that's John Wooden in his grave. I believe he was buried near uh, Martinsville. Bulls at Pacers tonight, that game's 7 o'clock. I never root for them to lose, but if they do, I kind of got a smile on my face because they're getting close to fading for Jaden. If you can get Jaden Ivey, you add him to this team, you got something. If you're the Indiana Pacers, Indiana takes on Illinois tomorrow at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. If Indiana wants to be taken seriously as a threat for a Big Ten championship, they're only two games behind Illinois, game and a half behind Michigan State. Two games, like I said, behind Illinois. If you win tomorrow at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, you're a game back of the Illini. And all of a sudden, you're in a hunt for this thing. you got to stop Kofi Coburn. I don't think it's a good matchup for Trace Jackson Davis, but it is for Michael Durr. This is not unlike in that regard, unlike the challenge for Indiana against Purdue. Not going to be a good matchup for Trace Jackson Davis, but Michael Durr played his ass off in that game, and I think he's going to have to do the same thing tomorrow because Kofi Coburn, if if Trace Jackson Davis is singled up on Kofi Coburn, Coburn is going to back his ass to the rim and throw it in his face. That's what happened the other night as Illinois beat Wisconsin. That's what's going to happen tomorrow. Coburn, I think, what, 37-12 and 12 against the Badgers? We'll see what happens tomorrow. Indiana really needs that game. 53% chance of winning, according to Ken Palm. Uh, We'll see. Indiana, week of rest. Illinois played Wednesday. Maybe that gives IU an advantage. We'll see. Butler hosts St. John tomorrow at historic Hinkle Field House. Butler playing much better. They're healthier, and so they're competing at a higher level. Hopefully they get past St. John's. And then at 2.30 tomorrow on Fox, you got Michigan and Purdue. That's going to be an interesting game. I think Purdue's starting to play really well. Purdue's starting to get scary good. We'll see if they can continue that tomorrow. Michigan, really, really talented, has played better of late. Let's celebrate some birthdays. Paige Bolinner, happy birthday to Paige. Brand new friend on Facebook celebrating a birthday. The great Trog Keller, that Trog Keller, celebrating a birthday. Megan Ann Sully, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If... It's not your birthday. You celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, you know what? We celebrate you.
This is what we do. Look at the snow out there. It's unbelievable. My God. You would think, based upon the reaction that people have to being snowed upon in central Indiana and elsewhere, Texas, Oklahoma, where they got some snow, you would think that this is the worst damn thing that's ever happened in the history of human existence. It's not. Just snow. Get out there. Shovel it. Have some fun. Enjoy yourself. Do donuts in a grocery store parking lot. Have a good time in it. Find a way to amuse yourself in it, all right? We'll talk to you later this afternoon inside Indiana Sports Now. As always, going to be a little bit later today because that's what we do.